Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Well, I think if you ask most people in the harness industry, uh, the best standard bred in Australia at the moment, I think a lot of people would answer King of Swing, and here he is on Saturday night, he, uh, Heat 1, race five and given he's drawn so well he is very short at a dollar 28 is it a case he'll find the top and just bolt in uh, that's why darren clayton's with us this morning to dissect some of these good morning darren yeah good morning steve how are you this good morning? is there much speed inside king of swing there on saturday night not there's a little bit but not enough that's going to hold him out and especially over the longer trip steve they the, the first round of heats are 2400 meters I think there'd be quite a few of these be wanting to just um, probably just come with one run, try and pick off some points, head into the next round over the mile, 1,730 they'll be the second round, and just try and maximise their points night one for that uh, for that longer trip. King swing from gate four. He probably just rolls to the front. Our Uncle Sam drawn in gate one, not quick out. Uh, Zeus Bromac can, can get out a bit, so I would suggest it looks at this stage that our Uncle Sam will probably try and boot up a little bit just so that he can maintain the back of King of Swing at worst. He'll be three pegs with um, probably Zeus Bromac getting to the front first and then handing over mm. to King of Swing. Yeah, it's always interesting, isn't it, watching it, given they're going to Bathurst and you don't want to be giving horses gut busters and so on. So is there a horse in this particular heat besides King of Swing that you want to watch maybe with a view to Wednesday at Bathurst? A horse like Ignatius, Steve, he's a bit of a forgotten horse. He's been a very good horse in his own right. He's won 30 races from 65 starts, and um, James Rattray's done a great job over the years. He's one of those horses that just seems to bob up when it matters. He's a last start winner at uh, at Menangle. He was able to win over the 2300 on that occasion and rated pretty good time. Uh, came off the speed on that occasion. He's got brilliant early speed. And he's the sort of horse, if he just pokes through, um, can earn some points in this first heat behind King of Swing, he then comes to Bathurst on the 1730 and draws a gate, uh, depending on, obviously, what heat he gets. Um, you know, he's one that could probably maximise his points pretty early, rounds one and two, and, and be assured, pretty much, of, of getting through to the final. He's nineteen dollars and three twenty the place. Yeah, I happened to catch that race last start with him. It was an inch perfect drive, wasn't it? He camped up in the one one there, and he got him in the last bound. He was able to win. Ignatius. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, and like I said, he's been a um, he's been a good horse for a lot of a lot of a long period. He don't win thirty races by being a slouch. That's for sure. Mm. What about in the next heat, race six? Expensive ego. Obviously, he's a flying machine when things play out for him. And I heard Jared say a dollar sixty is a dollar sixty-five now. Race six. Yeah, it's interesting. I listened to a um, uh, an interview with Luke McCarthy, who was on the uh, the other Tab Breakfast show, the the New South Wales one, the Big Sports Breakfast with the guys yesterday. And Luke gave a really good push that expensive ego might actually be going better than King of Swing at the moment. So that was some uh, some interesting comments there from Luke and. Um, He's certainly coming into this in the right form. He's had three runs back from a spell now, has expensive ego, and he went around in a trial, as did um, three other of the McCarthy-trained runners, and, and expensive ego won that trial. It was a 2,300-metre trial. 
come home in 26.7 seconds his last quarter at the end of that and uh, he had half head to, to spare over out Orlando. Spirit of St. Louis was third in that trial and King of Swing just never really asked for anything but he comes into this off the back of a 148 and 7 mile win at Menangle. Um, he's probably pretty versatile, expensive ego. So he's certainly one that uh, you can understand why Luke's given a good push. There's one of the bit of odds here that um, I'll be keen to to see how he goes, and that's number six, Rock and Marty. Uh, we saw him um, come up to Brisbane earlier for the for the Winter Carnival, and he absolutely charged home in the Blacks of Fake. Uh, he drew gate six on that occasion, and uh, he was taken back off the gate, sat at the rear. Great drive from Brad Hewitt on that night. He was able to grab second behind Amazing Dream and um, King of Swing, who finished in third, that monstrous run on that occasion. So be keen to see how he lines up in this series. He hasn't won for a while. He hadn't... Um, his last win was back in June, but uh, he ran placings in the three races, three big races up in uh, at the Albion Park Winter Constellations Carnival. He's come back from a spell and sort of been thereabouts since he's come back but uh, he's just one that I just feel that they've got him ready for this series and he could be a little bit of a little bit of a sleeper where is he Darren uh, what, what number is he I'm just trying to find that feel for that race Rock and Marty yeah so uh, great, there we are number six number six twenty three dollars and four twenty the place just with expensive ego where does he end up then or which horse does he follow out here off the second line with these emergencies on Saturday uh, it's it's one of those things, Steve. This is a bit of a, without sort of um, denigrating it too much, it's a bit of a dog's breakfast with the. Yeah, that's what everyone three thinks. Em- yeah, three emergencies in there. So if the two emergencies off the front line aren't required, uh, Expensive Ego should follow out. Robin's Playboy. Robin's Playboy, yeah. yeah. Has it got the, speed? Um, well, he's a Kiwi horse. He's been sent over. He's. Um, all his forms in New Zealand, he hasn't been to Australia before, so um, he's a little bit of an unknown. He's gone well and raced in all the big races over in New Zealand of late, but um, I guess we'll see how quickly he can get out. His last couple of starts have been um, from the stand start, so um, a little bit of an unknown factor, but Robbie Morris... um, Got a good driver on. He's going to be trained by Kerry Ann Morris for the series. Um, not sure how he gets out, but Aldor Orlando in gate three, he's the early leader of that race, Steve. He flies the gate, so um, he's probably first to the pegs. And from there, you'd expect um, Expensive Ego to push through at some point and maybe then go around and take the lead yeah, off. Yeah, they stable mate. mates, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So... Mm. Um, and we've got Make Mine Memphis in gate two. He's gone back to New South Wales, back to Bernie Hewitt. He campaigned him in Brisbane across the winter, and then uh, he was left up with Vicky Rasmussen, and we've, he's done a great job. So he comes into this race with a last start seventh out of the Queensland Cup. So um, a little bit of a, a local flavour for, for Queensland to speak of there. Um, but, yeah, expensive ego. Looks hard to beat in that one despite mm-hmm. the draw. Mac Da Vinci is also in that heat, Steve. He's yeah. drawn terribly out in 15. So. Can I ask you about him? I mean, you, you've talked about it. We've all seen it there. He's amazing versatility where he can lead. He can sit outside leading, come from last. He can just about do anything. Um, is it just a case that he, he hopefully gets on the back of something and tries to get him into the race at some stage and he can really finish hard here with a view to the other heats? 
later yeah, on? Yeah, I, th- I think the the way that they probably play is uh, a horse like Max Delight, maybe get a, a card in to the race on the back of him. Um, if Expensive Ego is the first one to go and get around to the front, well, then Max Delight might be driven a little bit quieter. Um, that would be the, the, the type of horse that he could get into the race on. Um, we know Max Delight's got great gate speed, but from the, the second line out in gate 13, he's obviously not going to get to use that. So um, that probably just changes his pattern a little bit and, and allows Mac Da Vinci that, uh, that card into the race, perhaps, and with his versatility... He's got it's a long straight at Manangle. If he, provided he's not too far away, gets that card into the race, he can be sprinting pretty hard down the down that long stretch. He's an extraordinary horse, isn't he? I reckon he's the most interesting runner of the night, personally, after what we've seen in Brisbane with him. Just um, exciting, isn't it? You know, to see what he can do here off a, off a horrid draw. Um, yeah, for sure. Race six, number fifteen. So that's that that heat there, race six. Now, what about uh, race seven, which is uh, heat three? What do you like in this race? It's probably um, it's probably the most open of the heats, Steve. There's no real standout. Um, the one that's um, the Black Prince. I'm not sure what odds he would be. I'm just I checking he, for you. Twenty six dollars. Yeah, he's one that's probably a little bit overs in that heat, Steve. He's a Len Smith Mile winner. The distance doesn't worry him. He's got a good record off off the distance. He's a last start Group One Len Smith Mile winner, um, where he. He powered home from gate seven, and and you're getting twenty dollars about him. So, you know, he's certainly won. Spirit of Saint Louis. Um, he's had a big boom on him this horse since he arrived in Australia. Um, to be fair, I, he won the four-year-old championship back in um, in July at Albion Park. Um, defeated Mac Da Vinci on that occasion. Mac Da Vinci finished fifth in that race, but that was probably before Mac Da Vinci's really stepped up. So um, as far as I've seen with him at the moment, I don't think he's really matched the hype that he came over. He gets an opportunity now drawing in gate three to really step up and show whether he is up to this level. Um, so he certainly gets every opportunity. He'll probably start favourite. It gives Luke McCarthy probably the favourites in all three heats. Um, Malcolm's Rhythm's another one. He's a little bit of an interesting runner for David Aiken. He comes up with Victorian form. He was a Swan Hill Pacing Cup winner three starts ago off the second line. Um, that caught a few people by surprise, that win. Um, but he's always been a, a good horse. He's always been around the money, um, a 13-time winner. Was he the horse that he was going to feature and the driver got tipped out? Is that the same horse behind uh, Max Delight or am I thinking another horse? No, you, you're thinking of that horse in the um, in the Victoria Cup. He got tipped out in the Bendigo That's Cup. That's right, okay. Uh, in, the, in the Victoria Cup, which was held at Bendigo. Okay. Yeah, Josh Aiken was tipped out on that occasion. So he was making a bit of a charge and... Um, yeah, that, so that's Malcolm's uh, rhythm. That's that's him. The okay. other one, the interesting runner, is Triple Eight in that one, Steve. He's drawn inside the second line for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars. Um, last last time he won was back in Bendigo in September. He won the Caduceus Classic on that occasion. That was a Group One feature. Um, he certainly one to look out for. He was he 
was in uh, Auckland into Dominion back in 2019 when it was last held. He's now trained in Victoria by Jess Tubbs, so we'll keep an eye on him as well. All right. Well, that's uh, Heat 3, Race 7 at Menangle for the Inner Dominion Paces. And anything on the trotters that takes your eye? We've got two shorties in uh, Majestic Man drawn well and Tough Monarch drawn six in, in the last. Yeah, Majestic Man probably looks pretty good. He's the... Um, one of the Kiwis that's come across for the series. He's a very, very smart trotter. Probably the trotters has lost a little bit of its uh, luster with Andy Gath not uh, deciding not to go to New South Wales with any of his team. He's obviously had the um, the lion's share of the, of the good trotters in Australia at the moment. So majestic man, he looks well suited from gate two. Tough monarch, he's um, like like. Um, Majestic man in that second heat is probably um, going to be hard to beat. That said, Pink Galar's in gate one in that second heat will certainly be in the mix. And um, remembering that these are mobile trotting championships for the Inter-Dominion, they, the no-stand starts like they um, have been previously. Another one in that second heat, the lone Queensland representation, Red Castleton is in race nine, and it's horse number 13, Trent Leatherby, and his partner, Talia McMullen, own this guy. Uh, it's great to see someone from Queensland take the trip down and have a crack. Red Castleman was a good winner a couple of starts ago. He defeated Sir Fahrenheit on that occasion. So we'll get to see him go around. I don't think Talia McMullen will be going down to take the drive just with the uh, um, requirements of getting back to Queensland. But great to see a horse that they own and prepare going down to have a crack. Mm, and you'll be at Bathurst. Well, you're in Bathurst now, so you're going to be catching up with a lot of the licensees and so on, high-profile trainers, drivers yeah. prior to this meeting on Wednesday? Yeah, so I couldn't couldn't resist the temptation to head down, Steve, um, growing up in Bathurst and for um, the biggest race on the on this Australasian pacing calendar to, to have the heats here. I couldn't resist to, to get back to see them on the home deck. Now, Darren, Redcliffe, we need to get this quadrilla um, this evening. The first leg is at race five, and I'll just mention the prices here. Our favourite is one hell of a party at two forty, and number eight, Mr Woodport, at $3. And they're the, they're the two that I had on top. I actually just had them a look in the reverse of the market order. They had Mr Woodport on top. He hasn't had a win in Queensland yet, but he's been second in four of his past five starts, so he's getting closer um, he tried to lead throughout last time, but just got run down late. We'll need a little bit of luck from the second line, but I think he, he is able to get that win tonight. One hell of a party. Um, it was a good winner last time out, and that came from a second line gate. Um, certainly has, has improved in recent starts and gets every opportunity from gate one. So happy to play the two numbers there, eight and one. Eight and one only. Race six, one dynamic. Dan is $2.372. Katarcha man and Le Saffron, number eight, 460. And again, that's the that's the order I have them in, Steve. Got Dynamic Dan on top. Probably just a little bit of a query that he's come up that short. He's stepping up um, against some more experienced campaigners. Dynamic Dan's just a three-year-old. Uh, he was second up from a spell in a in a strong three-year-old race a couple of weeks ago. That was won by Chamonix. He was buried away in the run there. Um, his Redcliffe record is probably keeps him in good stead from gate one. He's got two wins and three uh, placings from at Redcliffe. So we'll put him on top. Katarcha man, 
Not sure where he gets to. If he has to sit outside dynamic, Dan, not sure whether he'll be able to, to throw down a winning challenge, but he'll certainly be right in the thick of it. He can race pretty tough, and he's been in consistent form. And Le Saffron, if he gets on the back of Katarcha Man at, uh, at the start and manages to hold the 1-1 trail, he's certainly got knockout claims. So 1-2 and 8 the second 1-2-8, race 7, regrettable. Um Number two, two fifty five. Tullhurst lover three seventy and six dollars. Turn, turn, flyer, and she's all star. Yeah, I, I think the winner comes from either the two or the five. I've marked number two, regrettable, on top. Um, was first up in Queensland two starts ago. Went straight to the front from gate two, and um, was able to lead throughout. Couldn't get across last time from gate three, and then uh, from there just didn't go at all to her. Um, in her favour, she had to snag back to the rear. So if she can get to the front here, she's certainly a good chance. Tullhurst lover might need to work from gate five, but um, she's a mare that can certainly do that work. And the other one that I would throw in is the seven, she's all star. I think if um, the one does happen to hold out the, the two, well, then that gives she's all star the perfect trip and she would have knockout claims from there. So two, five and seven in the third leg. And reduced to ashes, number six here in race eight is two fifty three dollars $3 about Blackjack Jim, four twenty. our boy Roy. I'd be happy to go one out here with number six to bring it home, Steve. Reduced to ashes, knocking on the door. This guy's passed placed his past four. Um, he did all the work in the run last time from gate five and he was only beaten in the closing stages where the race was really set up by the winner. That was October Racketeer. He led and won. So um, I certainly think he finds his chance to capitalise here. Number six, reduced ashes. So we'll go one out with him. Lovely. So just uh, going through your quadrilla numbers at Redcliffe tonight, races five to eight. Race five was eight and one. Race six, one to eight. Race seven two five and standout six reduced to ashes. Your special tonight, Darren? Yeah, I thought it, um, we could get in early or reasonably early in race three. Horse number one, Illawong Dreamtime. A little bit of a concern that he hasn't won for a while, hasn't won since February. But um, last time out, he had to work pretty hard and he wasn't too far away. The start prior, he was back in the pack and never got a really good shot and got gate one. He has early speed, so he can either look to lead throughout or, or release and get that good trail. I think it all sets up perfectly for him to break that wind drought. Race three, number one, Illawong Dreamtime. Illawong Dreamtime. I'll check the price. Thanks, Darren. Appreciate it, Steve. Thank you. Darren Clayton, wealth of knowledge in regards to harness racing, joining us thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hound.